Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce! Oh my god, it's the Fifth Avenue candy bar of, of podcasts. I just ate one of those. I know, and I was thinking to myself, who anymore knows what a Fifth Avenue is? It's like a score bar. It's like a candy it's like, bar. It's, like a, it was, it's what the Zagnuts were for us in our youth, <laughs> in a way. It's a candy Although bar. Although more enduring, because I feel like it was hard to find Zagnuts, and you can still find a Fifth Avenue. Right. You gotta look that hard. Like, But it's, it's like a Butterfinger with training wheels, right? No, it's a Butterfinger that tastes like actual peanut butter and less like kind of honey... Butterfinger tastes like Butterfinger. Right. Fifth Avenue tastes like peanut butter. Can I? Can I? Can we have a Butterfinger conversation that's long overdue? Yeah, because we're on episode what three hundred something right now. Three hundred fifty-six. Oh my god! And we haven't really talked about Butterfingers yet. And I have a bone to pick with the Butterfinger Corporation, Butterfinger Empire, and that is that there are two kinds of Butterfingers, right? There's the Butterfinger that you get, and you bite into it, and it's, like, absolutely crispy and Some of them are more, like, tacky. And then there's a Butterfinger you get where it's, like, biting into a rock, Mm -hmm. and, and like, a a honey rock. Yeah. And it's, it's like, a Butterfinger gone bad, and, like, fuck those Butterfingers, because it's a tale of two Butterfingers. Like, I could eat the Butterfingers that are the good Butterfingers all day. But the bad Butterfingers, like, they leave a mark, right, on your psyche. Like, you don't mm-hmm. forget a bad Butterfinger. Like, nobody, like, I remember where I was in 9-11. I remember when I was, where I was where the Challenger blew up. Mm-hmm. And I remember where I was when I had my first bad Butterfinger. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, granted, there wasn't the human cost in the Butterfinger situation mm-hmm. that there were in the other two. But, but a heavy mental toll. A heavy mental toll. That's why I'm a Fifth Avenue boy. Really? I don't have to deal with this situation. I feel like there should be a song called That's Why I'm a Fifth Avenue Boy. Here's the thing. The Fifth Avenue will do the crispy side. Yeah. And then they'll do a tackier side, but I feel like it pulls up a little bit before you go full full tack like full butterfinger gone wrong. Right. Like they they their their four is higher. Yeah. Can I just repeat I feel like ceiling, same height. Yeah. I'm just delighted that you referred to yourself as a Fifth Avenue boy. I am. I, I'm not hiding I, it. I feel like that's I'm like, admitting like, it. like you you were like I'll stand you know, proudly in the streets and tell it to everybody. Like you came out as a newsie or something. It's like, oh cool, I'm a Fifth Avenue boy, I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, this shop's closed by order of the Fifth Avenue boys. Like it's cause it's sort of a PE blind I was doing a PE blinder thing. I don't know if it played. I still haven't seen it, so I can't say. Oh, my God. Do you want to see Cillian Murphy act the shit out of a role? That's what you're missing. I do want to see it, but we're we're at peak content. The monoculture is dead, Will. I know. I know you got a lot on your plate, and I know you can't get time for everything. But I have to tell you that Cillian Murphy, who I didn't, you know, I sort of rated him a little. I, I, I was like... I feel like this guy's got some chops, but I haven't seen him stretch anything. Like he plays a fucking. You like watching man. people stretch? I do. I feel like you know what? What's what's better than uh, an artist struggling against their own limitations? Like nothing. Because if you go to a baseball game and you're like, I don't want to see dingers. 
I want to see the warm warming up on deck batter swinging that bat with that that rubber donut on it to make it heavier. You see, you get a good full like engage those muscles, get that rotation. I, I don't know that that's fair. I like a good dinger. Up. I like a good dinger. It's I, true, but do you I'm, like this the the practice or the, or the dinger more? You know what I what I what I love is Same amount. what I love is when something goes wrong and everybody's suddenly forced out of routine play into crisis mode and it doesn't happen that like, often like when there's a swarm of bees in the outfield like when there's a swarm of where, bees where Randy Johnson made a bird explode because he hit it with a fastball and <laughs> yeah. it swooped fast right. randomly I mean I'm not sure if I would hold those up specifically. I would hold them up as like examples of chaos occurring on the right. baseball field right. I mean there's something that happens though right isn't there where, where it's like the, the normalcy of things is interrupted and all of a sudden everybody has to go Oh, or like when, like when fucking relish jacked mustard the other night at the uh, the hot uh, hot dog rally race, and like you know mustard was mustard was going in right. Mustard had it, and then fucking mm-hmm. relish like I swear relish elbowed mustard, and, and I can see that it was dick. And then relish won. I was always a big fan of the Nationals had like the the. The uh, Mount Rushmore presidents racing, and Teddy Roosevelt for a long time never won, and then he became like a lovable rogue about it <laughs> until he finally started winning. <laughs> right, he would just right. like almost like Wiley Coyote himself around there trying to mess with people. Yeah, yeah. But this the, is, some of those other ones, like like George Washington, a swift runner. Yeah, isn't this the dream though? To yeah. to, to to excel at something. Through your own talents rather than, you know, mm-hmm. sort of the, the the normal, like, become the extraordinary. I feel like it makes up for him, like, let's build around Mount Rushmore and also let's put me on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I there's some problematic stuff with whole, with Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering... There's a know, lot of problematic things about it. Like, I feel like the let me let me be on it because I'm paying for it is one, but also the destruction of, of Native American... Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it was a sacred Native yeah. American uh, ground. This takes it to an even further point. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of problematic stuff there. But Teddy Roosevelt did like uh, uh, creating national parks, but he also didn't give a fuck about some other other things. Also, he didn't he get like shot one time during a debate and like finish the debate. Yeah, that's an actual Teddy Roosevelt fact, which is wild. He got shot during. That's the wild. Yeah, I mean. Is there anything quintessentially... Most, most presidents got shot, and they died. Right. Teddy Roosevelt didn't even let him let it alter his daily schedule that day. Yeah. Rolled with it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That's why I don't mind the, I'm going to put myself on the Mount Rushmore, but it still isn't excuse to where they put it. Yeah. That's still, that's still, a, that's still a, a negative in the old... In the cons column of Teddy Roosevelt, that's still happening. Have you been shot during a debate? Uh, let us know. Hashtag... Double we got these. some assholes coming up. Please I'm, don't shoot us. I'm Teddy Roosevelt. You think we'll get anybody who who says they're they're Teddy Roosevelt? Oh, maybe. Speaking of Teddy Roosevelt, uh, yes. have you been watching programs? Yes, <laughs> that does relate directly to Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what are you, are, are, is it time for fantasy nerd TV? I think corner? it's time for fantasy nerd TV corner. Just like Teddy Roosevelt would have intended. Yeah. Teddy Roosevelt loved fairies and elves and dwarves. Mm-hmm. There's a, That's why he wanted to maintain so much natural forest land for yeah, them. Initially, 
in in the first draft of C.S. Lewis's Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe, it wasn't four British kids. It was one Teddy Roosevelt, and he went to Narnia, and he just cleaned shit up. And then, like, Tolkien read it, and he was like, I'm not sure about this American chap going around cleaning all this shit up. And C.S. Lewis is like, well, it's an allegory, mate, isn't it? Fuck off. And then Tolkien was like, well, I think you should change it, mate, because, you know, we're both learned men from Oxford and whatnot, right? And then C.S. Lewis was like, yeah, and Aslan's like Christ, right? He's like, Lion Christ! <laughs> and then the publishing was like, do you all lads want another drink? And Tolkien is like, I don't think I've got time. And C.S. Lewis is like, oh, you got time, mate. And Tolkien's like, well, I don't really have a lot of other friends, C.S. So, okay. Oh, two more pints, please. And then they, they finish the evening. I didn't hear that story before, but I also haven't read all of Tolkien's letters. And so I'm sure that's probably where it happens. Yeah. Also, some of those books of the Bible that they didn't put in the last Bible because right. they were like... It's like where they didn't use that scene of Anakin as a boy getting mad and beating up his friend because they're like too far, even if it foreshadows his fate. Same deal with the Bible. And C.S. Lewis, Lewis and Tolkien. I like to think they, they were friends. They fought crime together. Like, yeah. But more. But like in an X Files way, and that C.S. Lewis was the believer and Tolkien was the skeptic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, CS. Mm-hmm. Cool, no, uh, the truth is out there, mate. Yeah. I don't think that was their accent either. I think they were no. Much. Probably. I think they were they were fancy fancy lads. Yeah. They they were university lads from from soup to nuts, and that requires a certain level of fancy lad. Is I thought that was the You're tape. at least like you're 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 like Fraser and Nilesing. What what does that mean, really? Soup soup to nuts. I mean, like it's a it's an old time. Like uh, sometimes fancy dinners, like you would have the soup would be at the first course, and then they would do like like nuts for snacking on while you were drinking drinks afterwards. It was like the the courses went from soup to nuts, and, uh, and it's a it's uh, it's a way to describe from beginning to end. So it wasn't like eating a man. It's a, it's a thing I learned from the old Bob Davis and Max Falkenstein calling uh, KU games because uh, there was a couple times where Bob Davis would would throw in from soup to nuts. I'm, I'm glad. Now we did land. Well, my on. favorite though, Bob Davis one is still like, if it was raining soup, we'd have forks. Nothing's going right tonight. <laughs> was is my favorite. Fucking announcer call of all time. Yeah, that's really that's that's really good. That's mm-hmm. that's quality shit. It is. It's really um, good. That's why hey, he's a Hall of Famer. Hey, here's a serious question though. Mm-hmm. Fantasy stuff. Well, yeah, that's back to the corner we yeah, introduced yeah, minutes yeah, ago was and abandoned. That was the one. You should you should talk to us about. Um, so what are you watching fantasy wise? I mean, it's it's all there's the two. It's the the dragons and the Tolkens. Right. Right, the ancientest of foes. There's the there's the Game of Thrones and 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 the the Rings of Power. Yeah, which you know, I mean, honestly, back to back, I I find a little daunting because it's like, uh, which one's got Patty Constantine and which one's got Matt Smith? They're both 
They got long blonde hair. The same, the same answer for both. <laughs> also, I feel like Matt Smith is like trying to look like Gordon Ramsay. And he's uh, got a little bit of a Gordon Ramsay vibe. He's got a Gordon Ramsay. You know vibe. what he's got? Because he's got the like the the regular Gordon Ramsay, where he like really lays into motherfuckers hard right. energy for everyone. Not and, the, the, and but then like the niece, like the the uninteresting girl king who's coming up. Right, like he treats her like the the juniors ones, where he's very polite and, and nurturing to the children, but right. he, he is just withering and destructive to the to the grown people. I yeah. feel like that's why that's the perfect analogy. He is Gordon. I feel Ramsay. like you threw in a little like a little also. I, there's a couple of times where like Gordon Ramsay straight up murdered a couple of dudes with a meat tenderizing hammer. So a hundred percent to hundred percent even. Wait, wait, what? I don't know that I saw that episode of Master Chef. No, it was a it was a YouTube thing. Oh, okay, okay. It was it was you know it was there was other stuff going on and uh, and so it kind of flew under the radar. Gotcha. But it happened. If you want to find it out, hashtag Gordon Ramsay does a murder. Hammer murder. Hammer murder. That helps n- narrow it down. Right. A lot of people do a lot of like fake videos, but hammer murder gets you there pretty fast. I feel like Hammer Murder would be a good name for a metal band that we, we haven't started, but our friend Felix, friend of the podcast, Felix, he's in a band. He might like a band called Hammer Murder. I agree. Sorry, I'm writing notes. It's okay. It's okay. But here's the thing that you have to realize about these two shows. Um, one of them is a prequel to Lord of the Rings, and another one's a prequel to... Game of Thrones, and if you can figure out which one's which, well, then more power to you. I mean, I mean they, it's not hard. They're they're trying to hide it. They both work for the other one, really. I mean, you can pretend that the prequel for Game of Thrones was the prequel for Lord of the Rings, and I know, don't know. Apart from the rings, I think you could probably the Lord of the Rings one has characters to carry over. It makes it harder to let it slide. Even though some, I don't know. What's Let's get into our takes. I think I talked about the dragon one on a What's Nelson watching, but I want to talk about it for for the for the universal stance of the yeah, podcast, this is for all the regular the folks, listeners, not just the folks that pay. Which, by the way, if you want to hear Nelson's full uh, outlook on mm. these fantasy things, join the Patreon. Yeah, we have a Patreon. That's where, that's where I give unbridled watching takes. Do you do you like your takes bridled? No, no one does. No. We, we all hate bridled takes. That's not how takes work. No, we want our takes like we want our brides unbridled. That seemed, that was weird to say. Did it was it weird to listen to? Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh join the movement. Our movement. Is it a good movement? I mean, at our age any movement's a good movement. It's, it's true, but I also feel like I should speak up real quick that our movement does not in, involve bridling brides. Right. That's that not part of it. Really kind of a throwaway line that we just kind we're of... Not, I guess we're not going to... Consenting adults, hey, bri- bridle away. Yeah. But it shouldn't... We're not... It's, you know... We don't yuck anybody's yum, but we don't endorse bridling. We do yuck people's non-yums. The non-yums we don't like. No, we yuck those Mr. Yuck style. Tongue out, green, squinty, angry eyes. I'm not sure you're making it better. That's what Mr. Yuck looked like. Remember Mr. Yuck? Okay. The sticker you put on, on the things that kids shouldn't drink under the sink. 
You remember oh, Mr. Yuck? Yeah, I don't know if I remember Mr. Yuck. You're older than me. How do you not remember Mr. Yuck? I mean, back in my was it, day. Was it an East Coast thing? Was Mr. Must, Yuck I an East Coast thing? I think it's an East Coast thing. thing. Yeah. It, was a, it, was a, it was a picture. Uh, it was a green man who was angry to have drank something, and his eyes were all, like, tight and angry, and his tongue was hanging out, and it was a green sticker, and you were supposed to put him on all the things. Wait, do you mean Mr. Milk? No, because milk is something that kids drink. Right. Mr. Yuck was there to tell you, like, don't drink this. It's yuck. Uh you would, you would stick a sticker on everything that kids weren't supposed to drink. And that was the thing you taught the kids, like, don't drink the Mr. Yuck stuff. The other stuff, I guess, is fair game. They, we, we don't have a lot of stickers. Either. So there's no gradation. There's not a Mr. I wouldn't advise it, but I guess it's not going to kill you. So learn a lesson. No, we never got Mr. Yuck. Well, you missed out. Were you guys just drinking whatever the fuck was under the sink? Thinking I mean, that there would be no consequences when there were consequences? Most of the time, but that's how we sort of honed down. Mr. Yuck was the Smokey the Bear of Under Your Sink. Wow. We didn't need a bear under our sink. Well, we, what we, were you drinking? Well, common fucking sense, mate. We were drinking tap water. Yeah, I just mean when you're like three. That's like the drawers where you can reach. Yeah. It's no. full of poisons. Right, well, we were... That's why I admit that Mr. Yuck is a hero. I don't know. I think if you need a, a sticker to tell you what not to drink, you you got bigger problems. You're a toddler. It's <laughs> how <laughs> yeah. you teach a toddler not to drink yeah. no liquid. Yeah. There's a sticker that says, ew. Well, I, I guess we just breed them hardier in the Midwest because we never got that advice. We just drank it and then some it of died. us lived and some of us died and the <laughs> mm-hmm. ones that lived were stronger for it. That's how the lead mines worked in Galena. It seems like a like a Game of Thrones House of the Dragon mentality. There are a bunch of weird cancers down in South Central Kansas. Yeah. And it's all because of lead. Yeah, the water is apparently not safe down there. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's safe enough that the government doesn't have to tell you it's not safe, but it's right. not safe. Yeah. Uh, I would say if you're going down there. Right in that sweet spot of you can get cancer, but you can't sue anybody. If you're going to party in Joplin, like, boil your water. That's all mm. I'm saying. Just do it. Oh, that got dark. It anyway, got dark. your fantasy, fantasy analysis, which is what we yes. were going to do. So tell us your your hot take. I like the dragon thing better the second episode, but I still don't know about it. Yeah. Okay, here's my thing with the dragon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, feels like, here's the thing, it feels like we're retreading territory we've already done because it's an expected, like, it's expected shit we've seen before. And I don't, it doesn't feel new enough or separate enough in, in a way. I don't know. I feel like it's... It, or the things that do seem maybe interesting and separate enough, it's at the same time, it's like we're in 170 years, we know what happens, which yeah. means that they're going to skate through these problems to some degree. There was a little moment of hilarity in the first one where, like, Patty Constantine, who... I love Patty as an actor. I think he's great. I think he's... I, I like this idea of a weak king, mm-hmm. but... Uh, who's not, like, a terribly weak Shout king. out to the Weak Kings, Yeah, Will says. yeah, big ups to Weak Kings. Because um, we all want to be the badass, right? And it's kind of refreshing to see someone who's, like, probably how we would be, at least how I would be as a king. I'd be like, ah, you know, if these motherfuckers could just get along... There's also, a, I'd say there's a degree of practical king of, like, I don't want to start wars I don't have to start. Which yeah. I feel like is a good place, but then you get to a, pl- a point of like, at what 
at what time does having to, to do a war like the right thing to do? Yeah, it seems like. I mean, what what made a Wait, there's a weird crab man who's murdering people with crabs, and maybe you go to war when there's a weird crab man. I don't know. I'm yeah. not a king. Yeah, I've only fought one weird crab man. It didn't involve armies. It was uh, it was one to one. We only have a minute and fifty seconds. In single left, combat. But we can go long. I really want to hear about. We got to talk fighting. about these fantasy when things. When did you fight a crab man? Um, it was okay. It was. Is this a, a, is this a Virginia rite of passage? Not a rite of passage, but it happens sometimes. You can if you tra- if you travel towards the bay, you right. travel up to Maryland. You right. might have to fight a crab man. I mean, that tracks with everything I think about Maryland. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. You, well, you gotta watch out. They always got a crab hand and a knife hand, and you're gonna you like the crab hand is monstrous and freakish, so your your eyes go to the crab hand. But no, you gotta watch the knife hand because the crab hand will pinch you, but the knife hand will kill you, and that's beginners. That's a beginner mistake. Always watch the knife hand, not the crab hand. Are there any other good ways to get an advantage over a a, a crab assassin? Butter. Salted or unsalted? Salted. Unsalted butter is stupid. Here's butter. the thing. Salt is just a thing you're supposed to put to a, a varying degree on everything to make it better. Right. Unsalted, though, they're like, bake your cookies with unsalted. And it's like it's like it's your grandma's. Lie. It's your grandma's butter. Yeah. It's your grandma's butter. No, and now there's anything be. wrong with your grandma. She's a nice lady. The only reason to use unsalted butter is because you want to be very precise about the amount of salt you're adding to that butter. And yeah. you don't want them to just give you like a down the middle of the road amount of salt. And you're like, I might want to, you know, feel it out. I want to I get in this butter. I want to get deep in this butter and, and explore this the saline quality and make sure that I'm happy about it. We just hit time, but can I just make a request of all elves everywhere that they stop fucking reminiscing on how old they are and how much has changed in their lifetime? It's like, shut up. Like, they're all like, 75 years was the blink of an eye and you're the first human I've loved. It's like, oh, fucking come on. You use that line on every, I mean, because you don't know, like. They could have. They could have had a whole other human. For it's a true, whole but on the other side of it, Elrond like just didn't even think about it, and the dwarf was mad. He's like, "You missed twenty years," and he's like, "Oh shit, it's been twenty years." Yeah, sorry. And the dwarf yeah. was all bent out of shape about it. Well, and uh, Elrond, you know, he's like, he's he's kind of a he's busy anyway. man. He's doing all kinds of work. He's know. an elf lord on the come up at this point. Yeah. They're like second age. I didn't like they're like you. He's like middle management at this point, but yeah. he gets to upper management in the third age. That's the thing is like I don't. I'm sorry, but I really don't want to watch elves going to council meetings. Gilgalad's he has weak king vibes in this show. I feel like yeah. I feel like he's supposed to be fancier, but I feel like he was maybe fancier in the first age when they like killed Morgoth and everything. I feel like he did more heavy lifting at that fight. Yeah. And less against Sauron. Maybe you're like, oh, it's... Sauron, I feel like Sauron just kills him. I yeah. don't remember. But I feel like it's not... I feel like he's past his prime. Do you think, like... Who declares, like, okay, this is... End of the first age, we're now into the second age. Is it Imagine Dragons? Because they're like, welcome to the new age. To the no, new it's every age. time they, they defeat a Dark Lord for a long time. Oh. Like, the first age ends when they beat Morgoth... 
and then the second age ends with the last alliance of elves and men to defeat Sauron, and then the third age ends when they finally actually defeat Sauron because the humans were weak during the second age one. That's and some, then, that's and, then some, you go, and then you go into four, fourth age. That's some serious big elf dick energy. No, that's just facts. If 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 oh, a soldier said to throw that ring in the fires of Mount Doom and then uh, fucking wipe your hands off, no huge war between good and evil at the end of the third age. Now maybe like you end up with worse kings over time. I don't know. I'm not saying that like it all would have fucking worked out great. There's still a shitload of orcs out there. Maybe like still looking to cause cause a ruckus. I don't know. You got Saruman still like thirsting for power. There's there's pro- there's problems. Are you a orc out to cause a ruckus? Let mm-hmm. us know. Hashtag DD Ruckus Orc. I feel like Ruckus Orc is a good it's a good product line. But is it like an energy drink or is it athletic wear? I think it's like a fifth there's athletic bar. Ooh, yeah. I don't know. I think I think uh, an orc candy bar would be a little bit more, a little bit more like I, I think you need. It, it's a little more difficult to eat. Mud. You need like no, just like it's like full nuts, some like some weird sugar crystals, like some some fucking crap Captain Crunch across the top. Like make it make it a mouth danger to enjoy. Yeah, yeah. orc orc candy fucks up the roof of your mouth. Mm-hmm. That is true. It's good, but it's you. But you, you're changed. Like you can't eat, you can't enjoy certain foods for like a week after you eat an orc candy bar, because you don't want to get that stuff in the in your mouth wounds. Hey, come to our show on Speaking Saturday. Of mouth wounds. <laughs> <laughs> come to our show on Saturday night. Yeah, it's mass holes. Yeah, come see it. Double, double, double the deuce. Double deuce. We might keep talking about nerd stuff next time. I don't know. We've got another one. I don't know that we covered it. We didn't do a sports corner. I feel like we did. We're going to talk more nerd shit in sports next time. Nerd sports time! Ah! Double deuce! Don't miss it! Nudity! Wait, wait. Sorry, I I don't know why I said that. Well, for all they know, all of these have been nude. Good point. I don't think anybody specifically said that there's clothes involved in any of these episodes. Well, now this is awkward. Even in the RPG sex basement, once you go in the basement, you never want to come. It's it's like it's like eyes wide shut down there. It's a lot of masks and robes and nothing else. A lot of people ask what happens at Double D's live recordings. It's just like eyes wide shut. Yep, there's a lot of very jarring piano tunes and a lot of naked people in masks. Yeah, just and and like three waiters usually. Yeah, who are nice. Mm-hmm. You can get drinks. They don't have masks, but no. you also can't see their genitals. And they, so it's they, above board. They're not part of that whole above board. sex thing. I can't stress enough how above board it is. Real above board. What a good time. Yeah, you should come. The most fun you can have it's above board. Yeah. But Double no. Deuce! This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I don't know how you did, but if you're trying to listen to more, we're everywhere. Libsyn, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, fucking everywhere. That's right. Wherever fine podcasts are made, we'll be there. Also, you can reach out to us on social medias. We're at Double Deuce Pod on Twitter. 
We're at Double Deuce Podcast on Facebook, and our email is doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to support us, get our Patreon on patreon.com backslash doubledeucepod. Yeah, we got all kinds of stuff on there. We got me talking about things I'm seeing. We got extra minis, that, like the minis you find in the Decaduces. We got Will singing. Or if you want to pay for him not to sing, there is a way to pay for no singing. The world's your oyster. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So much stuff. That's patreon.com backslash double deuce pod. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, when you're like, wherever fine podcasts are found, I just kept thinking about that Tom Jones speech at the end of Grapes of Wrath. It's like, whatever, there's a cop beating on a fine podcast. We'll be there. <laughs> Double deuce. Good episode.